2: Hello everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. A Modern Manners Guy Facebook friend emailed me nervously about how to handle herself at a one-on-one dinner with a cousin who recently left a rehabilitation center for drugs and alcohol. Her biggest concern was that she did not want to offend her cousin by inadvertently saying, doing, or not doing something. The same week, I received a few other emails and Twitter messages about this very topic. Out of all the articles and episodes I've ever done, this is a very serious and sensitive topic that needs some extra love and attention. That's why I've enlisted an old friend, a professional in the field of recovery, to join the Modern Manners Guy show this week. Please meet Zach Snitzer, the co-founder and director of business development at the Maryland Addiction Recovery Center. Zach is going to help us answer some of the questions I've received on this topic. So, let's dive right in. Situation number one. What to do when you're on a date with a recovering addict. Listener Maggie wrote me an email saying, I have a blind date with a guy who I just found out is four months sober. I've never dated anyone in recovery before, and I'm not sure how to handle dining with him. What do I do? Don't worry, Maggie. It's okay to be nervous. As much as we all want to put up a front and say, nah, it's no biggie. Let's be honest, it is a biggie. After all, this is someone who you may end up in a long-term romantic relationship with. And since it's a date, you want to make a good impression, which is a mixture of being yourself and also bringing your best self to the evening or lunch. The last thing you'd ever want to do is offend somebody. That's why Maggie was concerned about whether or not she should ask questions about her date's recovery. Would it be okay for her to order a drink? Should she just ignore it and act like nothing happened? Zach, tell us your advice. Maggie, it's certainly okay to talk about your date's situation.
3: I would even encourage it. Remember, the purpose of a blind date is to meet someone you like and possibly have a relationship with them. Inevitably, their recovery will be a big part of that potential relationship. Everyone is different, so I would recommend Maggie ask her date if ordering a drink is okay. I would suggest asking open, honest questions about his recovery and respecting boundaries that he may have, uh, that he may not want to broach. This shows that she is interested and supportive. I certainly would would not suggest ignoring the recovery altogether.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
2: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com
1: metaverseimpact. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities.
2: a recovering addict, at a dinner party. Listener Tim emailed me with a very interesting situation. He said, I am hosting a dinner party for 25 friends. One of these friends is newly sober. I would never want to make her feel uncomfortable. But if I don't serve any wine or beer, she and everyone else will know it's because of her. What do I do? This is a great question. Here, we are dealing with what it means to be a good host. This includes providing good food and drinks and making sure the environment is comfortable for everyone there. You would never want to alienate someone because of their dietary or lifestyle choices. Zach, what do you think about this one?
3: Tim, my suggestion would be to approach your friend and ask her honestly how she would feel about attending a party where alcohol was being served. You know, people in recovery need to learn to live life free of alcohol and other substances, so it is not fair to expect a party of twenty-five to you know go dry for one person that would be attending the party. Perhaps if she has an issue with it, she should not join the party. Remember, just because 20-25% to 25% of the population as a whole has alcohol abuse issues, uh, it doesn't mean that we as a society should close down every liquor store on every corner. As the host of the party, I would have a good variety of snacks and soda to go along with the alcoholic drinks to, in order
2: to give uh, you know every guest ample options. I totally agree, Zach. It's not right for one person's lifestyle choice to compromise everyone else. But as Zach said, it's a two-way street. A sober person has to feel comfortable in a world with alcohol and we have to be okay with allowing them that chance without any judgment. Situation number three, seeing a friend right after they left rehab. The awkwardness of discussing sobriety on a date or at a party has its challenges, but what about when you meet up with a friend who you've known for years and for whom recovery is still relatively new? Should you mention the elephant of the room right away or wait for them to initiate? Listener Sydney was in the exact situation with a friend recently. She asked me, What can I ask that makes it look like I'm not being too intrusive, but shows that I'm here for her too? And at what point can we just go back to our friendship the way it was before? I know what you mean, Sydney. After all, you don't want to act like nothing ever happened, but you don't want your friend to feel like you're interrogating her what's the best approach here? Zach, we'd love your thoughts. For starters, since their sobriety is new, the discussion of their new lifestyle is something that will be an everyday occurrence. This one's a bit tricky. If you don't feel comfortable just diving right into questions about your friend's recovery, I would give the
3: conversation a little time to see if she brings up the topic. That would make the transition a little bit easier. If she doesn't bring it up, I suggest not addressing it during the first conversation at all. It's important to remember that addiction carries with it much guilt and shame and embarrassment, so it can take some time for newly sober people to open up about their treatment. However, if you can approach the subject in a loving way, it is never a negative thing to say something along the lines of, you know, I heard you just got out of treatment, and I wanted to let
2: you know that I'm your friend, and I'm here for you if you need me. One last thing to remember. Real friendship has ups and downs that are not always in our control. Here's a great quote from philosopher Lucius Seneca, that illustrates this concept perfectly. One of the most beautiful qualities of true friendship is to understand and to be understood. Before I leave, I want to give a big thanks to Zach Snitzer for helping me out today. And if you have a question for me, drop me a line, manners at quickanddirtytip.com and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Q D T. And of course, check back next week for more modern manners guide tips for a more polite life. Also, check out my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, a number one bestseller for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's AND, not OR. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash
1: investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years,